0: Hi there, I'm Birgit O'Connor, and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about creative blocks, why they happen, what you can do, and how to remove them. Now, this is an audio-only podcast, but if you'd like to join some of my interactive meetings, go to my website, BirgitO'Connor.com, and join the conversation. And if you're interested in hearing more episodes, please subscribe to the channel, and I'll keep you posted. Now, if you'd like a free PDF worksheet of today's episode, go to bjargetoconor.com, show notes, or bjargetoconor.com slash 25. And if you're interested in any of my online courses or upcoming offers, make sure to join my email list. Now, in February, we had three different online courses that started. Next month in March, I'm going to be doing the Joy of Painting Loose and Free and a special course with a very limited enrollment, usually only offered to my online students, Develop Your Own Painting Style. So make sure to join my email list so you can be updated on any of my offers. Now let's get started and have some fun! Now today I thought we would talk a little bit about creative blocks. And what that is are those times that you have no idea what to create, what to paint, or have any ideas at all. Basically, it's a barrier or block to your creative side and what inspires you. And what's really frightening about those times is once you're in them, you think they'll never end. Sometimes it can be as little as just a few days or weeks, but they can go on for months or even years. We all get them and sometimes it can feel absolutely terrifying because when it happens we have absolutely no access to our creativity you're absolutely blank with no new ideas now this can happen for any number of reasons and when it does happen just kinda be with it for a moment think about it as those times where you're gathering information and developing your creative spirit And it also might mean that you've got some other things that you need to take care of and develop. Or life just gets in the way. When those times happen, it can feel absolutely impossible to get past those creative blocks. And sometimes simply becoming aware of it can be helpful. Because it actually might be a time that you need to turn your attention to something else in your life. Or you're gathering your information so you can bring it back into your creative process. Sometimes you just need to write it out and be with it. Other times you can actually remove yourself from whatever environment you're in and go someplace or join a group, take a class, and become inspired all over again. What can also stifle your creativity is your inner critic. You might feel overwhelmed or can't focus. Or that need of approval can be paralyzing. Because if you don't produce, you can't be rejected. Now, you might have some really amazing idea, but you're afraid to even give it a try because you're afraid of failure. So you might just sit there and ponder it for a while, and that's okay. But if you're not being creative because you're afraid of rejection or a failure, then you're not really allowing your creative spirit to flow through you. Now, those can be some of the self-imposed obstacles that we can work through. But then we also have the circumstances of our daily life. And some of those obstacles can be a death of a loved one or a relationship, or if you're concerned about financial support or you have a lot of self-doubt. And if you have a lot of repeated rejection, that can break you down too. You can also have a lot of anxiety thinking about the outcome or performing that task, or that need for perfection can just stop you in place sometimes we have to put our creative self to the side so we can deal with a medical condition but then again many times just being creative can really help you heal another problem is a lot of negative self-talk we'll all have that back there in our minds but stop looking at what's wrong think about what's working and what you like Now often these are temporary situations and you can get through it, but during those times you can feel a little depressed and feel worthless and you may feel that it's never going to end. And that's because our self-esteem is directly related to our creativity, because that's a reflection of who we are. Now you could kind of think about it as a bad hair day, I mean we're not always going to look great. And sometimes we gain weight and then we'll have to pull ourselves back together again, so it's really basically the same thing. Meaning that it just doesn't go in a straight line. There's ups and downs. Now how can you move through those times and still be creative, no matter what is going on? Now we're going to go through all those issues in just a second. But one really quick, easy way to do this is if you just go into your studio or your kitchen table, wherever you paint, and just put some water down and color in it and move it around. It doesn't need to be perfect or a masterpiece, and you're being creative, and you'll start feeling better. And if you have a different medium that you prefer, that's fine too. It's all the same concept. You don't need to have anything specific in mind. Just start moving through that process. Now, what happens if you happen to have some devastating life event or a death of a loved one? How can you move through that? Because it's paralyzing. You have no desire to do anything. You can still do what I just mentioned about adding the water and color down on the piece of paper and just choose colors that you're drawn to. You don't have to have a specific object or subject in mind. Just work with color and it doesn't have to be pretty. It's basically a reflection of your pain or life events and you don't need to think about rejection because no one else needs to see it unless you want them to. And if you're worried about the expense of art supplies, you don't need the best paper and paints, just get the cheapest ones you can find. And if you wanted, you could even use that as a visual diary and write notes next to the colors that you chose or your thoughts, whatever you want, if you want to. Now what if you don't have the money or financial support to buy the best art materials? That's okay, you can use student quality or even lesser quality if needed. Whatever it takes to move you through that process, and then when you can afford it, or you want to create that masterpiece, you can upgrade to better materials. Now, what if you have a lot of fear or anxiety? A good way to move through that is meditation. And it doesn't need to be a formal meditation. It could simply be a walk or some kind of routine or ceremony to prepare you to be creative. Any way that works the best for you to quiet yourself first so you can be creative and then work with whatever is happening in front of you. Now, one huge obstacle can be that negative self-talk or self-criticism. We all have that. And it's really easy to say, don't worry about anybody else. It doesn't matter what they say. But usually it's that little negative seed that starts to fester and create that self-doubt. Now, it's easy to say, don't worry about it. But moving through that process can be challenging. And in those situations, most often it actually goes beyond the art. And we need to do a lot of self-reflection. And it really boils down to what makes you happy. And look at your work objectively, and it's usually not all bad. And evaluate your self-worth. Because in those situations, most often, it's something in your past that could have changed you. It could be an art teacher or a family member, somebody that has stifled you in some way. Now, fear of rejection is a big one. And you may not always be ready to put your work out there, and that's all right, too. And a good way to start dipping your toe into those waters is to think about joining an art organization. You don't have to reveal everything that you do, but what you'll get is support that you're not alone in many of those same feelings. So now that we've identified what some of those blocks can be, let's talk about how to break them. Now, if you're having a problem approaching a project, what you could think about is how would somebody else do it and try it that way. Think about your favorite artist and try it in that style. Anything to kind of warm you up. Now, since art supplies are expensive, it can be paralyzing when you look at that blank piece of paper or canvas. So if you're having that fear of not being good enough to put your art on that paper, just start making a mess and dirty it up a little. Now, that doesn't mean you have to use really bright, intense colors. Just drop in a little tinted water on there so you don't feel as intimidated by it. Now when I'm really stuck, something that I like to do is just paint blindly. What that means is that I have no expectation of the design on the paper, and I'm just allowing my intuition to guide me on the brushes, the amount of water and color I choose, and it doesn't have to look like anything. In fact, I called those times purging those creative blocks. I allow the creativity to come through me, move out my shoulders, arms, and hands, and it really doesn't matter what it looks like. Another thing that happens is if you're on top of a project and you're just staring at it, you can't see it clearly anymore. And it's those times that you need to remove yourself from that situation and go for a drive, get out in nature, go do something else. And most often, you'll get some type of perspective and be inspired again. Now, let's say you have a particular style of painting that you really like to do or you're known for, and you cannot think of your next subject. Try painting something else. So maybe, in some way, you might have created that block for yourself to give yourself permission to explore. And if you don't find what you were expecting in that other project you might have a nugget in there that you can bring back to your previous style of painting. And if that doesn't appeal to you, one thing you could try is when you're looking at subjects, is try to break it down into really simple forms. And maybe look for patterns. Now another thing you could try is doing a painting by temperature, either warm or cool colors, or maybe monochromatic. And it doesn't need to be perfect. Now you may also want to give yourself a deadline because if you have this endless void of time to paint you may never get started. It can be a date, a day, an hour, or even five minutes. Anything that forces you to focus and paint. And try not to have other people in mind. Think about yourself and what makes you happy. And if you're still absolutely blocked, don't worry. You'll come out of it eventually. And just think about these times where you're gathering your information to build your creativity. And who knows, you may entirely change your medium or add to the existing one. So don't be afraid to step away for a while and distance yourself. Clear your head and take a break. You'll come back to it. Your creative self never really goes away. It just can hibernate for a while. And there's no need to be so serious all the time. Bring some fun into it. It's okay to inject some life and color into your paintings and studio. And it's all right to be silly. And if your medium of choice just doesn't grab you at that moment, it's okay to explore other mediums. It can even be photography, gardening, quilting. It can be anything. And when you get that idea or moment of inspiration, write it down so you don't forget it. So in some way, you're taking action. Now another way you may have created a block for yourself is thinking that you just don't have the time to paint. But the reality is you can work it into your life because you can always have a sketchbook available and draw for five minutes, or throw some water and color down, or make a commitment with a dedicated time. Shake up your surroundings for a while. Go out and get some coffee or go to a museum. Now another thing you can do to overcome some of your creative blocks is do some journaling. And that can be done with words, drawings, sketches, just water and color, anything to create a stream of consciousness. So basically a creative block means that you're stuck in place and in a rut. So what we're trying to do is get all of those ideas and thoughts and get them free flowing again. And when journaling it doesn't have to be perfect. It can even be scribbles. It doesn't need to make sense to anyone else, and you don't have to share it. And remember, you're not creating a masterpiece or writing a novel. It's whatever comes to mind immediately. And this is also how you're going to get more in touch with your intuition. And if you're wondering what does intuition have to do with it, that's what can help guide you down your creative path. Now another thing that's fun is to do some brainstorming. You can do that with a friend or on your own by just writing down a list of ideas. Write whatever comes to mind no matter how silly or grand it seems because you can always edit it later. Now another thing that's really helpful is to create some sort of routine. Now that can be with a morning meditation and then a walk and then going to your studio or just making a cup of tea, sitting at your drawing table, take a deep breath and getting your brushes wet. Whatever works the best for you. And sometimes what might stop you is that you may think that you're not good enough. Or you're not like somebody else. Embrace those moments because that's what's going to set you apart and make you different. And sometimes we might just need a break. So try to accept it. Eventually that creative block will dissolve. So when it does happen, consider taking the time to do something else for a while. Because when it does come back, you'll be more creative. You'll have new ideas and a fresh approach. So overall, this is part of the creative process. So you're really going to be just fine. And it's going to be really exciting to see what comes next. Now that concludes today's episode on creative blocks. So I hope you found this information helpful and that it can help move you down your creative path when these type of things happen. Now, if you're interested in hearing more of my podcasts, go ahead and subscribe to my channel or drop me a line on BearGetOconnor.com and join my email list. So, until next time, have fun and happy painting!